0: It's me, Jessica, and welcome to Pop Culture Crush. We have another birthday to celebrate. It is the fantastic Scarlett Johansson, and she's 35 today. She has a lot of great movies, so let's jump right in. Here are my pop five Scarlett Johansson movies. Number five, Girl with a Pearl Earring. It's from 2003, and it's a young peasant maid working in the house of painter Vermeer becomes his talented assistant and the model for one of his most famous works. Little trivia, although Vermeer and the painting both are real historic figures, the screenplay is based on Tracy Chevalier's novel, and therefore largely fictional or hypothetical. Uh, A little fun trivia, out of all the animals used in the various scenes, Scarlett Johansson fell in love with one of the cats and named it Merkin. The production went to great lengths to allow her to adopt the cat and arranged for it to be transported from Luxembourg to New York City. So the reason I picked this for number five is, honestly, I think this movie shows off the depth of her acting at only age 19. I think it's kind of easy for people to forget about this film because it's not super showy. It's not one of her big breakout roles and I don't know. I just think it really shows off her dramatic acting skill at an early age. So, plus I I just like the movie. So that's my number 5. Number 4, Ghost World. It's from 2001. And it's about, well, here's the little description. With only the plan of moving in together after high school, two unusually devious friends seek direction in life. As a mere gag, they responded to a man's newspaper ad for a date, only to find it will greatly complicate their lives. So this was the first film to receive an Oscar nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay based on a graphic novel or comic book, which I didn't know that. Uh, There's a quote from Scarlett Johansson where she talks about hating her picture that was used for the uh, movie poster. The quote is, I just hate that the picture of me pointing to the poster on which she stands next to Birch. But you know what? It doesn't matter because I think I'd hate it no matter what kind of picture it was. Don't I look so confused? I look like, I don't know. I look like a bird of shit on my head or something, don't I? (laughs) I mean, come on, think about it in that sense. I look like I'm saying, what the hell? I don't know. It's just the oddest face. <laughs> so now I'll never look at that movie poster ever the same way again. Uh, you know, I this movie is on my list because I was a little weird growing up. And I also had a best friend and we got into some serious shenanigans. I'm talking to you, Erica. Uh <laughs> So, honestly, I think I liked this movie so much because I could relate a little bit to it. I think the actresses played off each other really well, and who doesn't love some Steve Buscemi? I mean, I think he's not appreciated enough. So, that's why Ghost World is number four. Number three We Bought a Zoo. It's from 2011, and it's set in Southern California, where a father moves his young family to the countryside to renovate and reopen a struggling zoo. One little trivia here: When Johansson first read the script for Zoo, where she plays the head zookeeper of the sanctuary purchased by Matt Damon's Benjamin Me, despite her desire to work with Crow Cameron Crow, she had her doubts. There's a quote that says, "I didn't think there was anything I could contribute to this." She told the director. But with Crow and Damon, she worked on the character to get it to a place that she liked. And, you know, it's so funny because you like don't think this movie would be that hard of a sell or that complicated. So it was really interesting to hear her say that she struggled with it. I picked this movie, one, because I really enjoy it and I've seen it so many times. But also I think I like it because it's something different for Scarlet. I really I genuinely remember being surprised she was in it. Because it really did seem more like, I don't know, um, like an Amy Adams type movie, which, come to find out, she was considered for the role. Um, But I don't know. I think Scarlett did a great job, and I think we get to see her flex some different acting muscles than she usually does. So I really like this movie. Number two, The Other Bowling Girl. It's from 2008, and it's about two sisters who contend for the affection of King Henry VIII. A little trivia, Natalie Portman and Scarlett Johansson say that their costumes were vital to knowing their character. Their dresses gave them good posture, and the colors helped represent their personality. Anne's bold and simple colors show that she wants a a main goal, where Mary's softer and much more complicated dress designs show that she is a more modest person and tries to be herself. That's what IMDb says. I picked this movie because... The time it came out, I was really into the author, Philippa Gregory. I don't know if any of you have read her stuff. She talks a lot about um, royalty, her books do. And then also the Tudors were out at that time, and I was really big into the Tudors. So all of these just kind of melded into me really enjoying this movie and this adaptation, I guess. I also like what really stuck out to me with this movie when I was thinking about it is I think it was a great play to put Scarlett as the quote-unquote good sister and Natalie Portman as the bad sister because I feel like if they wanted to be pretty predictable, they could have put Scarlett as a bad sister. You know, the busty blonde coming in there and shaking things up. (laughs) Um, So I actually really liked that they didn't do it that way, that they made her very demure and, you know, the good one. Uh, So I, I really appreciated that. I would I would say my only complaint about this film is there isn't a lot of heat. I mean, there's chemistry, but not a lot going on in the romance department, if you get my drift. So <laughs> if you're looking for something like The Tudors or something uh, heat level-wise a lot higher, you're not going to find it on this. Uh, just giving you a little heads up. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> that's enough on that one. And my number one pick, I couldn't narrow it down, so I just said all of the Black Widow performances. Just because shes I think she's great in every single one. I don't think there's one that she's lacking. So I just decided. So I just wanted to find some trivia for the overall character. And back when Marvel first cast Black Widow, Johansson wasn't even the first choice. And now, you know, obviously we can't think of black widow as anybody else but uh i found an article or a couple articles that talked about the other women that were running for black widow in the running for black widow angelina jolie jessica biel natalie portman jessica alba and uh their number one choice supposedly for black widow was emily blunt and then she turned that down and then they tried to get her for agent carter and she turned that down also When asked about it, she just all she'll say about it. She doesn't really even want to talk about it, which honestly, if I were her, I'd probably be pissed at myself. But um, all she'll say about it is that the timing just never worked out for the roles. So who knows if that's true or not. But either way, I'm glad Scarlett Johansson got it. I can't imagine anyone else. She's the perfect mix of sexy and badass. And she can definitely hold her own with the, you know, big male actors that she's up against. And I also super duper love that she's getting her own standalone movie next year in the Marvel Universe. I can't wait to see Black Widow's kind of story um, because we know some about her, but just not a whole lot. So that's going to be super exciting. All right. So I do have a couple honorable mentions because I'm sure some of you are wondering Um, Her is a very big movie that people love that her voice is in and Lost in Translation is also a big one that she was in. You know what? She is super talented in both of these films. And if I was going off just performance alone, at least her would probably be in it um, just because to act only through your voice is a huge thing. But As you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I go buy movies that I really enjoy watching and I watch over and over and over again. Lost in Translation, I've only ever watched once (laughs) and I wasn't a big fan of it. Again, maybe I need to rewatch it just to see if my thoughts have changed. Her is slowly growing on me. I've watched it a couple times now and I'm getting there. I'm getting there. (laughs) Uh, I just I probably need to watch it a few more times. And obviously, she has so many other movies that I've watched that I like, but these were kind of the ones I've watched the most. So what do you think? Did I leave one of your favorites off? What is your favorite film of Scarlett Johansson's? Let me know over on all the social medias at Pop Culture Crush. Now, also, don't forget, I will be posting my Pop Crush of the Week tonight on Instagram. So I do that every Friday, just a heads up. And then this weekend, I'm dropping extra content on social media. I did a two-part review of Disney+, Plus, where I give my thoughts on every single original show that's aired so far. I give my overall thoughts and opinions, and then with each individual show, what I thought. So that'll definitely be on Instagram. Um, I'll try to see if I can get it on Facebook also, but... For now, head on over to like social media this weekend, especially Instagram, because lots of content dropping. All right. So that's it. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic weekend, and we will see you here on Monday. Bye, everybody.